Welcome to the dinner table with your fitness bestie, Chantel, and your foodie bestie, Samantha. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy. Enjoy. What's up? What's up, everyone? Hey, girl. Hey. Welcome to our birthday celebration. Go, shoddy. It's your birthday. We gonna party like it's your birthday. Go at the dinner table. It's your birthday. One year, one whole year that you have been listening to us talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for riding with us. And now you are formally invited to our birthday party. Yes, beginning right after this tea. We are spilling the tea as always and discussing what's trending this week. So President Biden has signed the stimulus bill and stimmy checks will be dropping this weekend. Drop it like it's hot, drop, drop, drop it like it's hot. I mean, look up, there's a lot of details that have like are involved with the whole stimulus bill. Please do your research because I've heard something about if you haven't done your taxes about tax deduction up to $10,000. I want you to do your research because I haven't had opportunity to do that yet. And also you can, there's calculators out there that you can use to find out how much you'll be getting based on the past two stimulus checks. So look into it, do your research and yeah, make sure you use your money wisely. Do not spend it all at one spot. <laughs> invest it. Yes, invest it into the stock market. And you know, we talked about that <laughs> a couple episodes back. Yeah, so maybe use that Reddit app that and it'll point you in the right direction where you can <laughs> money into. Oh, Biden just filled with so much good news this week because I guess he just knew it was our birthday week. Um, he says that all adults will be eligible to get the vaccine by May. So if you're like me, you're looking forward to getting that vaccine. And Michelle Obama got hers today, her and Barack. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, the, the sooner we can get it, the safer we can be. And the quicker we can just move on. I'm tired of wearing a mask at work. I know it's keeping me safe and others safe, but let's all get vaccinated so we can move forward. Yes. And then also coming out of the White House this week, we are really sad to see the White House dogs getting kicked out. Major bit a staff member. So the dogs got kicked out, shipped back to Delaware. I'm not sure when they'll be back. <laughs> so um, it sounds like Major needs a little major training while in Delaware. And I'm sure his little brother is um, pretty pissed. Like... Yeah gonna go and screw this up for us bro we had it made in the shade some more good news the Kentucky judge dismissed the charges against Brianna Taylor's boyfriend so we're happy to see that yes which he should because as we know Brianna Taylor's boyfriend was just defending them he didn't know who was at the door when they were knocking because the officers did not announce themselves 
So this should have been happened last year. He shouldn't have any case. But anyways, the charges have been dropped. Thank God. Let's move on. Yes. And the jury selection started for Derek Chauvin's trial. He is the officer who put his knee on George Floyd's neck. That trial will start March 29th. And they have also reinstated the third degree murder charge against him. Yes. And he also, that's in addition to the ones he's already facing, the second degree unintentional murder and the second degree manslaughter. But I'm curious too, why all of a sudden the reinstatement and it just seems really shaded to me with this last minute adjustment. And also that being the third degree is weighed like less weighed than the other murder like degrees. So I was reading about it because I wasn't sure like how it came back, like where it went, how it came back. So another trial set a precedence for it. So the judge was legally bound to reinstate this charge against him. All righty. Well, hopefully that jury is a fair jury, half and a half. And I know they're already probably going to go in with their biases because we all, I mean, it was part of the movement last year that really put us forward um, with the incident that happened with George Floyd. So we'll see what is gonna happen. Again, like Samantha said, that trial starts March 29th. So we'll keep you posted with how that goes. Yeah, and speaking of the movement um, in regards to racism, we've been really big advocates for just starting the conversation um, Myers Leonard, he is a player for the Miami Heat. Um, he recently had surgery, so he's been laying low at home. He was playing on Twitch, which is the live video game streaming service where you can watch people play. And he used a Jewish slur. And the NBA and the Heat are now doing an investigation, so he's on an indefinite leave. And I mean, come on, man. It, when you have that type of platform and that many people are watching you and you play for a team that is in a community where a lot of Jewish families live. Right. You gotta, come on. Like that just shows your character right there. That, that like, I don't, I don't like that. That's not cool. Yeah, like no matter what race, what person, like you shouldn't be using slurs like to slander people, to hurt people. Like they're hurt. Those are hurtful words. Like, so just don't use them. Um, but I'm pretty sure that Elon Musk is not feeling as excited as we are this week. Um, <laughs> he had a spaceship. Uh, what did you call it? Is it a rocket or a spaceship? A rocket. He had a rocket go up to space. All righty. So it's called the SpaceX Mars Starship. And it went to space and back successfully it landed but then after a few minutes after landing it exploded so no one was inside of course but it's just pretty sad to see a successful landing and then to be like boom right after it's like it's not so successful anymore yeah and then speaking of space um, a company has plans to build a cruise ship style hotel in space Wow. And it's set to open in 2027. Are you checking into that, Chantel? <laughs> you know what? I need to find out 
why all this space talk? Because, you know, Elon Musk has like been flying cars out to space <laughs> and everyone's talking about, even Chris Brown posted something about aliens being out there and there's life out there. So, and now they're building a hotel. Is there something that we don't know? Is there a memo that we didn't get? I don't know. Like as a kid, I used to think aliens were real. I mean, questionable. They they could, we, we could talk about this later, but like I was legit convinced they were real and they came out at night and I was scared that I would be abducted. <laughs> so, so I don't know. I mean, people have actually seen UFOs. You know, right. There's been sightings. So I am not hesitant. I would believe it. If you had the proof, the science, I would believe it. I guess I'm just not in that tax bracket to know the information yet. <laughs> Speaking of tax brackets, there is a guy named West Coast Joe who was selling like brand name shoes, you know, like all the cool shoes that are really hard to get and you can get them through like a third party seller. He started a company and he's being interviewed by Bloomberg magazine. And they're like, how did you do it? And he's like, not really giving away his secret. So the interviewer did some investigating, um, found out that his phone number was linked to a VP at Nike. Did a little bit more digging. That same VP name was on the company credit card. So they found out that he was the son of a big executive at Nike and he was buying the shoes on discount and then reselling them, which is against Nike policy. Wow. And also I read that she had told Nike in 2018 that this was happening and they didn't do anything. So when the public found out, she resigned. Exposed. Wow. That reporter really did his job. Like he went in on that research. Yeah detective mode I love investigative journalism I'm obsessed with it that's awesome you know who else was exposed and has been canceled this week well not so much canceled Dr. Seuss they're taking a few of his books out of the library because most of his books have um some racial undertones um not the ones I'm familiar with like green eggs and ham and one fish two fish red fish blue fish but let me know if any of these sound familiar to you. Um, and, and to think that I saw it in the Mulberry Street, if I ran the zoo, McElliott's Pool, On Beyond Zebra, Scrambled Egg Super, and The Cat's Quizzer. Do any of those sound familiar to you, Sam? No. Yeah, well, apparently the characters were represented to be racial. Like, you know, like the black people like were dark and he had like the, like Jewish characters looking a certain way, uh, pretty intense. These Gen Z's really came for the cat in the hat, Dr. Seuss, <laughs> they came for everything. Yeah, they also came for Eminem, which, hold up. Right. Yeah, I said it, Eminem, <laughs> the rapper, not the candy. Eminem, <laughs> the white rapper. Marshall Matters. <laughs> Gen Z wants to cancel Eminem for, which just blows my mind, the song lyric, 
in the song where he um, sings with Rihanna, I Love the Way You Lie, um, the song lyric goes something like he's going to tie her to the bed and set the house on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what they're mad about. But they're not mad about when he talked about killing Kim or dumping her body or, you know, all the crazy things he said about Kim. Nobody's mad about that. Like, come on. Yeah. Long you pick. And what about all the times he's had, he's been open about committing suicide, like wanting to commit suicide, like his suicidal thoughts and all the struggle that he's been through. Like Eminem, he's been around for decades. I'm sure that these Gen Z's are rapping to his most popular song, Lose Yourself. You know what I mean? Like, come on, it's Eminem. He's not going anywhere. If even if the millennials have a part to play in this. So settle down. Yes. So I don't know if you guys saw this, but Matthew knows, Beyonce knows his dad. He um, really set himself up this week. He was doing an interview on an Instagram live and the interviewer asked him a question about the comparison going around between a younger version of Beyonce and Chloe Bailey. So we've talked about Chloe and Holly the sister duo um, that is actually signed to Beyonce's record label and is Beyonce's like protege. And he was really offended. He was so offended that he said that he was being insulted and the situation is insulting. And the people that think even to compare her are idiots, quote unquote idiots. So I just felt like that was really extra for him to be so rude. He was so upset that he ended the interview like right there abruptly. Like he just stopped. Wow. Beyonce, come get your daddy. He should not be on anybody's Instagram live for nothing. Well, he was promoting his new podcast. He has a podcast coming out. And he even mentioned that before um, stopping the interview, he was like, you know, this was going really good. I came on here to talk about my podcast and low key, he kind of made a good point when he was like, I shouldn't even be asked this question, but you should also know how to handle yourself as an adult. But if you're not gonna have Chloe's back, don't worry, her sister will. Holly came and tweeted that her sister's already an icon. And basically mm-hmm. if you're gonna come for her, you coming from me and we gonna pull up on you. So. <laughs> Matthew, what it is. A couple more trending things I want to share with you. Two movies that came out coming to America. So if you haven't seen this, the first one, I don't suggest you just watch the second one, Samantha. So wow, way to call me out. Wow. (laughs) So if you haven't seen, um, so there's coming to America's out and it's a play on the first coming to America where Prince Hakeem leaves Zamunda, his country, to visit New York. He goes to America because he's curious about everything and he falls in love, da, da, da. That's the first coming to America. But you have to watch it because Eddie Murphy is a genius. He's just super funny. So the second one is about Chris Hakeem um, going back to America, back to New York, um, looking for his long lost son because you know now he his something happened with his father and now he has to like the pastor torch on to his son. So I haven't seen it yet. I've been getting mixed reviews, but it has a phenomenal cast. You know, you have James Earl Jones, Wesley Snipe, Arsenio Hall. 
So I watched your trailer and Arsenio Hall and Eddie Murphy are not only playing like their main characters, but they're playing like other characters. For example, like you remember um, Eddie Murphy and the Nutty Professor? How he played the grandma and the grandpa and all that. He's doing that again in this movie and Arsenio Hall is doing it too. Um, There's going to be some other familiar faces like Tiana Teller that I love so much, Leslie Jones. So yeah, watch that. And also in theaters, a movie starring Pop Smoke, the LA rapper that was killed last year. You guys are probably like dancing to his music right now. She liked the way that I move. She liked the way, you know, uh, the woo and all that. Um, He's in a movie called Boogie. So give that a watch. I really just want to support his work and like his craft because he was doing so much within the community. He was literally like on the peak of his career and then he was murdered last year. So that was trending this week for everyone to go out and support Pop Smoke. And now the moment y'all been waiting for. Not the birthday party. We're almost there. We have one more story. The royalty. Now y'all know we saved the best for last. We are spilling the royalty. Harry and Meghan and Oprah sat down and the tea was hot. Okay, it was hot to begin with, but in my opinion, the tea was lukewarm. It was, okay, because Megan was like, she would give us so much information, but then she would draw back. Like someone would say, oh, and then Oprah's like, who said that? Uh, I can't tell you that. She was really respectful. So I like, she gave us enough tea to work with. We can make our own assumptions. (laughs) All right, no, yeah, I get where you're coming from, but sometimes you have to be politically correct and let everyone fill in the blanks for themselves listen if someone's comparing if someone's talking about a baby skin a baby skin color I want to know who said it I want to know too but we can we can try to narrow it down all right so let's recap so we learned that Harry and Megan got married three days prior in private which I don't know why that shocked people I think that's really romantic because you know that wedding is just a spectacle like it's not romantic I don't think that's romantic at all like to have all those cameras and a million people watching you yeah and you can kind of get that vibe when they kept just the pictures and the smiling they kept referring to as work that's their job so imagine having a wedding where you actually it's actually work it's not a celebration so that was really cute that they did that took that time for themselves right and then at one point Oprah asked Megan were you silent or were you silenced? And Megan said the latter. So basically being in the royal family was a real big shock to her. She said she went into it very naively. She didn't Google her husband. She didn't know how to curtsy. She thought the queen was just like meeting any old celebrity, which doesn't phase her because she is an actress. Um, so yeah, she had a very big culture shock. And the family did say, the royal family promised to protect her. And she ended up saying that was one of her biggest regrets, believing them. So like the royal family in itself is like this huge 
um, company, like they're, they, they called it the institution. So like it's work and it's also family. So she said it was like hard to separate the two. Yeah. Um, so the institution itself was not protecting her when it came to like the headlines in the British tabloids. And they like compared um, Kate and Megan, like that's all the tabloids would do. And they showed comparisons. Like for example, when Kate was pregnant, the headline was, oh, she's cradling her stomach. Yeah. How cute. And then they'd share a picture of Megan when she was pregnant and they'd be like, oh my God, she can't keep her hands off her stomach. Like what's wrong with her? Like okay. the headlines were complete polar opposites. And she even said that the palace would host parties for the tabloid companies. So like they were in very deep with them. So they had control over the media and they let the media talk shit about her all the time. And it, she admits that it like sent her into like depression and she was suicidal. So Megan asked one of the top senior people in the institution, we don't know who, she said it was like the person in charge of everything. She asked for help because she's suicidal. She wants to go to a treatment center and they decline helping her. They're like, no, that would be a bad look for the family. Basically like telling her to suck it up. Like you're, you're stuck here. No, you're not going anywhere. Crazy. And then, you know, the comment about the baby skin tone. Um, we don't know who made it. We know, we know the queen and the king did not say it because Harry made a point. It wasn't my grandma or grandpa. So was it your dad? Was it um, that pedophile Andrew? Like, yeah. who was it? Yeah, so Megan really felt silenced because she went from being this bubbly, like outgoing person and to like having to not allow to be going anywhere. She mentioned in the interview that she went out only two times in four months. And then they were like telling her like, she needed to settle down and sit down all because she wanted to go out to a lunch with her friends and everything that was being put out, the pictures um, through the tabloids and all of the captions, Megan wasn't seeing that. She was actually hearing about this stuff from her family and her family was concerned, which then made her concerned because like Samantha said, they said they were gonna be protecting her and they weren't protecting her and they didn't plan on protecting her son, her soon to be son, because they weren't sure. It was insinuated because she said something about some talk about her skin, her son's skin being a certain tone. And then in the same sentence, she's talking about them taking away the title of Prince and also taking away the title and also taking away the protection. So Oprah straight up asked her, like, do you think that happened because they think that he's gonna be dark? And she's like, basically, I mean, is that, is that's what, if that's what you think, Oprah, then that's what it is. <laughs> and that's what we think, Megan. Yeah, so Harry realizes that they're trapped. So he's like, I have to save my wife. So um, they asked to take, a step back like they don't want to be seniors anymore like she said there's a lot of 
um, family members that live in the palace that don't have senior roles. They were even suggesting to go live in one of the sovereign countries like New Zealand or Canada. So I do know they were in Canada and they were doing, they do a lot of charity work. So they were in Canada doing some charity work and that was right before the pandemic happened. And they found out that they were going to lose their security and the palace basically like, or the institution basically cut them off. So now they're scared because here we go. The British tabloids are going to print where they are and they lost their security. So now they're literally endangered. So Tyler Perry hears about this and he offers his home and his security in LA. So they stayed there for three months until they could find a house. So they're here now and we're welcoming them with open arms. Of course. I just think that's just so amazing. Tyler Perry has such a giving heart and I believe that's one big reason why he has so much because he gives to his community. He gives to his family. He he's a giver and that's the only way you can get is to give. So I think that's amazing that they were able to have that help. I just wonder how that came about though. Like Tyler Perry and yeah. Like how did that phone call come about? To be a fly on the wall. Like so Pierce Morgan, the British talk show host, ended up storming off of his show and quitting this week after he was basically calling Megan a liar and one of his coworkers called him out and he mentioned something about, I know you've been upset ever since she cut you off, but you can't go around like calling people liars. Like this is a mental health issue. And he's like, I can't do this. I can't do this. And he storms off and he quits. So the internet, of course, found clips of him. He was doing another interview and he's talking about how he put Megan in a cab and sent her to a party where she ends up meeting Harry and he never heard from her again. He's like, ha ha ha. Okay, are you salty? Okay. So yeah, a bunch of complaints were filed against his comments, including Megan, because she was trying to say like, People are scared to come out and admit that they're suicidal, like, because they're afraid of the backlash or people aren't going to believe them. So you can't say things like that. Yeah. Yeah. She mentioned in the interview too, about like, you know, how brave she felt coming forward. I just think that's amazing how Prince Harry, when she came forward about the suicidal thoughts, just embraced her and helped her and they would just like move forward. But the internet is having a field day with the whole interview and the whole thing with that broadcaster. Yo, it's so funny, all of the memes and I'm just, I'm here for it. And I'm literally watching all of them. I love it. (laughs) The best tea ever. Because you, we don't give up. It's our birthday. Yay! Welcome to our birthday party. Thanks for coming. Here's a glass of champagne for you and you and you back there. Yeah, don't be shy. Come on. You don't want any champagne? We're here some cake for you, for you, cake for you. Balloons everywhere. Yes. Everywhere. Glitter, confetti. 
Yes. Yes. All right. So we thought it would be fun to recap this year. It's been a crazy year. Like we started this show the week of the pandemic and we didn't know that we were going into lockdown when we recorded our first episode. No, because believe it or not, we met how many months prior? Like, I think we met in January. Yeah. To, you know, plan, talk out the show. We did like a photo shoot, all of the works to get us prepped. And then our first show, we were going to be giving some event ideas for St. Patrick's Day. Which we did. And then everything got canceled three days later. And we were like, oh my God, what's happening? Like, how are we going to build a show around events? And we're in lockdown. So we had to pivot. So we had fun with you guys though, because we told you guys what to watch on Instagram, Netflix, Disney Plus, Hulu, and we just, had you covered. Yeah. So we pivoted and we also got to use our platform for things like the movement because we felt like we needed to open up that conversation. And then mental health, we talked about um, self care. Yeah, self care and all of the all the things like working out and eating healthy and supporting local restaurants and local businesses. And we made it out. And we also had a lot of fun guests on the show. Yeah, we were still able to, because our goal for the podcast is to interact with the community, you know, talk and be able to give local businesses and local creators a platform to reach more people. And we were still able to do that. They were able to share their story and, and how they were transitioning and pivoting in, in COVID during the pandemic. So we still reached our goal and I'm just so happy that you guys all were here and on this journey with us. Yeah, and we're excited for the next year and we're hoping that we'll get back to some normalcy and we can start talking about events and getting out there in the community and having fun with you guys. But like I said, we had a lot of fun guests. Our first guest was your mom, Shay. Um, she's a massage therapist, so we talked a lot about self-care with her. Yes, my mom is a massage therapist, um, also Reiki healer. She's amazing, and she's mobile, but she also has a, a storefront, I want to say a location in Boca, where you can find her. You can um, find her on Instagram, Belly and Body by Shay, Be- Belly and Body Wellness by Shay, or search the Healing Connection, and you can book your appointment through Instagram or message her. Nice. And then we also had Patricia Iglesias. You work with her at City Row. She is our fitness queen. She helped us um, meet our fitness goals and our body goals and what to eat. Like she has goals all the way around. Yes, because she's not only a fitness queen, but she is a, a mom. Like she's an awesome mom. She makes so, I don't understand how she juggles everything with um, rowing at City Row. She's at F45 training. She also does her one-on-one um, nutrition um, meal prepping. And then she has her kids and they, and she went on, um, she came on and she was telling us how she was dealing with that, but also having 
the kids doing school from home. Yeah, she was a teacher too. <laughs> the PE teacher. <laughs> yeah. And then we had our really good friend, Sabrina on. She is a nurse. She had just started her career when the pandemic started. So she was working in the hospital. So we got some insider info. Cause that was all, that was really scary when that all started, like the unknown. Right. Because that was in April and everything started shutting down like in March. So she was really in like the height and the peak of things. And she was actually on as a co-host. So this duo was a little trio throwback to the good old days, Cleveland Clinic days. <laughs> yes. And then we had Bismarck. Um, he is the saxophone player. Um, I met him at a brunch, a, I don't know, maybe four or five years ago. Oh my God, it has to be like five or six years ago because then he, I invited him to play at my wedding. Yeah. That's crazy, right? Um, so we got to learn about how he was pivoting his business because he was doing brunches and like that wasn't happening during COVID. So he started doing private parties and weddings were starting to come back. Um, so if you're looking to follow him or even hire him, you can find him on Instagram at Bismarck Sachs. He really had Samantha's wedding lit, playing <laughs> all the tunes. It was really cool to see have a sax play at the wedding. It was cool. It was so much fun. And then we had Darcel of Darcel Bean Books. She is a children's author. She has really awesome books like I Am Super and My Curly Coily Crown. She also does weekly Instagram lives. She is just so positive and she just puts good vibes out into the universe. And I loved having her at the dinner table. Yes. In addition to her being an author, she's a mother. And like Samantha said, her IG um, lives, they're either, they're sometimes on Mondays or Tuesdays. You can find her at Darcel Being Books and she posts when she's going to have it. Um, and it's called a Being Well Chat. It's just a platform for everyone. It's a community we have. And she gives us topics and like activities to do, like maybe like write affirmations or recite them and, and just give her perspective on life her life experiences and then she invites people on and we just all have a discussion and um she also has a book club so we mm -hmm. just ended one book club another book club is starting in april so head over to darcel being books on instagram if you want to join the book club i love that i didn't know she had a book club bookworms unite yep. and then we had amber from guacago she is the co-owner of Guacago, which is the guacamole place. I discovered them at the fair a few years ago, which I thought was really cool, was that they were making the guacamole and then putting it back in the avocado shell. And it, it's just so delicious, all the toppings and the sauces that they put on the guacamole. And now you can get it with protein at the shop in Buen. And then we found out, we got insiders information that they're opening a storefront at the Delray Beach Marketplace, which we are super excited for that to open this spring. Yeah, so I can actually get a, a chance to try it. I'm pretty sure I'll be like their new number one client. <laughs> and then our most recent guest, Jacinta, the owner of Raw Tenders, she created a cold press juice company kind of by mistake. She was just looking for a healthy way to make a cocktail. Um, 
she is so sweet and so knowledgeable and she told us all about her juice cleanses and you can find her at raw tenders on instagram that interview was such a good time i learned a lot from her and i can't wait to uh collab with her more yes so stay tuned for some collabs with jacinta yeah but also we did a couple of igtvs and if you miss them you need to check them out we did a mukbang. Um, we ate sushi and tried different Asian beers. Um, we also did a carpool karaoke mukbang where we drove around town and sang and ate. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely my favorite because we had so much in one day and driving around and singing 90s tunes. That's like, yeah. A girl's like dream. And then to top it off with fresh, hot donuts from Krispy Kreme. Yeah. And we also tried the Travi Patty. And we also got a Nacho Bell Grande. <gasps> but guys, I need to tell y'all right now that the cheesy potatoes are back at Taco Bell. <laughs> we did it, y'all. We, we did it. <laughs> but that's besides the point. <laughs> I just had to tell you guys. <laughs> so um, we had a cute um, quiz for you guys on Instagram. Thanks for all that took the quizzes. I wanted to see who knew their podcast host the best. So let's kick it off. I asked y'all whose favorite snack is popcorn. And the answer is... Samantha. And you all got it right. Am I that obvious? Good job, everyone. <laughs> and then we asked you whose favorite holiday is Christmas. And y'all already know whose holiday is favorite holiday is Christmas. It's, it's Chantel. It's me. It's me. <laughs> One person guessed me, which I do love Christmas, but I don't know. There's something about Halloween. Your birthday is around it. Yeah. <laughs> then I asked whose favorite hobby is dance. I don't know if I could have made that any more obvious. That was a freebie. Oh, oh me. <laughs> if, you it's gentle. if you missed that, guys, I need you to go back and listen to all of our episodes. Yeah, you all got that right. Um, next question. Whose love language is words of affirmation? Actually, that was a trick question. It's both of us, but all of you guys guessed me. Yeah. Do you guys think like I can't take like a harsh word? <laughs> I can't. I don't like being yelled at. I don't like being talked to in a certain way. I <laughs> love words of affirmation encouragement like yeah talk to me nice talk to yeah me. no for real but I'm like oh my god do do I seem that sensitive <laughs> but hey I'm not taking offense to it I I love when people talk nice to me because I deal with a lot of rude people I mean, maybe I should have defense. like why you guys don't think I need some affirming over here I need <laughs> affirming then I asked whose skincare secret is sunscreen, which if you guys were listening to our skincare episode, you would know the answer. Samantha. One person got it wrong though. Then the next question, whose favorite singer is Chris Brown? I'm honestly offended that three people voted for me. 
<laughs> Why do you think my favorite singer is Chris Brown? <laughs> Maybe they read Lady Gaga. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Chris Brown isn't even close <laughs> to Lady Gaga. <laughs> um, if you know Chantel, you know it's you know who her favorite singer is. Like she bleeds Chris Brown. Oh my gosh. I mean, I don't, I haven't really expressed it on the, um, on the podcast. That's true. But if you yeah. know her, yeah, if you, if you know, you know, if you know, you know, the next question, this was so obvious. If you know me, whose favorite movie is Mean Girls? This girl. Did we get it wrong? Nobody got that wrong. And then the last question stumped half of y'all. Who is currently obsessed with sushi? Well, duh, because no black people don't eat sushi, they think. <laughs> I love sushi. It's Chantel. She just discovered sushi and she's like obsessed with it now. I did not just discover sushi. I've always, okay, so my fear of raw food um, came from middle school and science class. And I learned about parasites and there, and- <laughs> And the, the way the teacher described how the parasite gets in your belly and kills you from the inside out freaked me out. It scared me. So I just, like in the past couple of years, like Logan bought me sushi all the time, but I was just like always like weary about it. I would eat it, but I was weary. Mm. Yeah. And even a little off topic, like even the oysters, like when we at my restaurant, we we remove Paris. We remove those from your oysters before they go out. Yeah. Why did you just ruin that for me? I'm sorry. You need to know there there can be a parasite in raw food. Period. Sorry. Okay. It, if if anyone else is grossed out, I'm sorry. His life. It's okay. It's gonna. <laughs> I just want you guys, I don't want you to think that I'm crazy, but I love sushi and I'm, I guess my fear of it is gone. Let's say it like that. My <laughs> fear of sushi is gone. But I do have a question because we are at a birthday party. Mm -hmm. If we were physically eating cake right now, what, like, what's your favorite cake? So that's not a hypothetical question because I am eating cake right now. <laughs> and I am eating my favorite cake. It is strawberry shortcake. Nice. Yeah, that is my favorite cake. Uh, like, a, and also Chantilly. Only Chantilly because it sounds like my name a little. Yeah, a little. <laughs> so, um, what about you? What's your favorite cake? I I have two. Okay. So I really love red velvet, mm -hmm. which I know a lot of people are like, that's so overrated. It's just chocolate cake with food dye. Yes. Yeah, okay. Not let let me live my life. I like it. Okay. Yeah, but question with cream cheese and nuts or just like red velvet? Oh, red velvet with the cream cheese frosting. Oh my God. That was our wedding cake. Um, also, I really, I love a funfetti cake. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. We love funfettis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not really a sweets person, but I can do a funfetti. Like I'm more vanilla. I don't like chocolate. Mm-hmm. You guys make sure you note that going forward. I don't like chocolate. Yeah, there might be another quiz coming your way. <laughs> Just want to make sure y'all listening out here. All right, so that was a fun recap of our year of interviews. We had such an amazing year, and we will definitely be having more exciting 
entertaining interviews. I'm so excited for our lineup for this upcoming year. Um, what episodes, Samantha, what was like your favorite episode this year? So I have two. I really love the skincare one because everyone's been asking me for my skincare routine and I finally got to tell them. <laughs> Not really, but I really, I got into skincare and I invested a lot of money. <laughs> like my bonus I got from work, I was like running to Sephora with it. Whatever. I, I know it, do it's a thing. So do not use your stimulus check towards skincare. Guys. <laughs> but it's okay if you do, because you're stimulating the economy. It's okay. Okay. So I really love that episode, but the one that I hold close to my heart is the episode titled no more silence. Mm, yeah. And that was right after George Floyd's death and the movement was reignited. I felt the need to start the conversation, not only between us, but also for our listeners, because I know that's a difficult conversation and I wanted to offer resources and books and movies to watch, just anything to learn more and open up that conversation with your friends and family. Yeah. What about you? What was your favorite? Uh, my favorite was gift giving season, obviously, because that's my favorite time of the year. But not only it was really different for everyone. And I just love how we were able to give some unique gift giving ideas because of the time we were in and also provide some ideas of family activities. And around that time, we were hearing about the COVID vaccines possibly being available soon. So it was just like some encouragement and it was just a good time of the year, even though it was in a bad time, it was still a good time. Yeah, and then during that time, we also had our Christmas movie tournament Yay. on Instagram. That was fun too. You guys really liked that. We're gonna have to do something like that again. Yeah. and as well as the IGTVs. I love the visual part of like the interview, like how we were like talking in person doing the muk mukbang that we did. Mm -hmm. so that was really cool to give the audience a visual of us because they hear us all the time, but I really think it's cool to put like um, a face to a voice. So yeah. we we'll give you guys that. Raise your glass and shake your ass. We're one. We're one. Um, so raise your glasses or your forks. I don't know if you are eating cake or drinking your champagne. -a. <laughs> champagne. Champ but cheers. Cheers <laughs> to an amazing year. We are surviving. And thriving. And thriving. Surviving and thriving. So we're taking a little break, but we'll be back in two weeks. Yes. And we'll be, we'll come back rejuvenated and refreshed and ready to spill some more tea. Follow us. Make sure you guys keep up with us on our social media because Samantha, if you guys haven't noticed the amazing layout that we have on our Instagram, please go check it out now. The aesthetics, our story, Everything that you see on social media, on Facebook, like 
That's all, Samantha. She does such an amazing job. And you guys can like keep up with us these next two weeks. We'll share some tea. We'll also share some of the things that Samantha and I will be doing um, on this break. But thank you, Samantha, so much for all your hard work and dedication. Oh, thank you. And thank you because you are the queen of editing. We actually are recording this episode a second time because we had a mishap earlier this week. But Chantal is the queen and she works through the wee hours of the night to edit our episodes to get them ready for you to enjoy. And I really appreciate that because that takes a lot of hard work. Thank you. We make a good team. <laughs> and you guys can celebrate with us. You don't have to send us a gift card in the mail, but... <laughs> We have Venmo, Zelle, Cash App, Apple Pay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> if you want to support us monetarily. Anyway, so um, you can share one of your favorite episodes. What was your favorite episode this year? Go and find it and share it with a friend or a family member. We love you guys and we thank you guys for your support. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at at the dinner table podcast. Until next time. Bye. bye.